Hello, listeners. Welcome back to this media buffet episode. My name is Pee Wee, and I'm joined by Mercury and Pancakes. How are you guys? I'm good. Actually, very excited to do the ep- this episode. I am too. How are you, Pancakes? Hello. I'm good. Hello. Hello. Okay. So I- I'm also excited. This is not my story, but I'm also excited because I, I love everything about the story. So then we're gonna talk about Mercury's story. Uh, okay, so this is basing it off the current experiment duology uh, takeover, run to the experiments, and Armageddon Rassi experiments. This is part of a trilogy. Uh, the third one hasn't come out yet and has been in the chipping block for around two years, but you know, it's too much revision. So this is what I got right out right now. And like I said, the part of trilogy, and they're part of a bigger universe, and I wrote them, and they released in 2019 to people liking them, I guess. And uh, I can't really give my opinion on the story because I wrote them. That be me being biased, even though I'm not biased anymore. Uh, so <laughs> I'll give it to uh, Pee Wee and Pancakes to give their opinion, and I just give cool facts of a production and other another stuff. So go ahead, whoever wants to start. Okay. Uh, and okay. also, you can ask me any questions because I, I I'm I'm I am the visionary in this. Okay. So I actually I actually uh, want yeah. you to give me a brief summary so the listeners, you know, can know what's uh. Hang what on. Before, in the audiobook. We, before we start, I want to make I, I want to to give some very important words. Okay. I got family. Family kind of plays a story, kind of plays a plot in the story, if, if you think about it. Uh, but no, uh, Dominic Toretto is not in the, in the ESPSU, so uh, you won't see Dom anywhere hiding up in, in his muscle car, uh, saving oh, any, any experiments, uh, even though family kind of plays into a Experiments are powerful, but not as strong as family. <laughs> okay, that was a good one. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess people want to make me a summary of what happens if those pedals haven't really read it so or even listened to the audiobooks that came out recently so um, I mean the stories are two years old pretty much it's, it's a total end game I can give spoilers who cares uh, so most of takeover doesn't really matter the, the ending is the thing that matters where the experiments, the titular characters, created by a man known as Soro Noenasi, head of Noenasi Inc. in 1973. Continuing, this is not explaining the story, but continuing his father's work from the 1950s to create uh, living beings. And it goes horribly, like in uh, another thing that goes with, that treats with genetics and uh, I guess giant lizards, and we'll touch upon that later. But uh, they all break loose on an island. You see the similarities now, uh, and they take over the island, and they kind of throw off the operations. And then Sodonasi moves to Japan, and the island is called Kira Island. It's north of Japan, below Sakhalin Island. To those who might not recognize Sakhalin Island, that's where SCP Six Eight Two is from. Uh, that's from the SCP Foundation, and no, right now there are no plans to put the SCP Foundation in the SPSU. 
let's just let's just not go down that rabbit hole, please. Exactly, but like ju- just so you put, ju- just so you guys know, it's from that. It's that's what Sacramento Island is. That's where that thing it came from. And later, the main character, Tenebris, the leader of the experiments, tracks down. And this is in Armageddon. They track. He, he tracks down Soidal. Uh, to Japan, and on the island, this is an experiment called Horribilis that awakens after being woken up by another experiment, kind of like the main antagonist of the series. I guess you call him the Starscream of the of this, but he's not really Starscream. Uh, he he was in and on the plan all along, uh, but it's but. Uh, Ignis, HBC04, breaks out Horribilis, and then Horribilis kind of messes up everything and takes leadership of the experiments over Tenebris. And he sends a majority of the experiments to attack cities and all that stuff. And then Tenebris, with the help of other experiments, is made Reciproca, his friends, Ferrot and Brawler. Uh, they pretty much kill Horribilis, but kind of die in the progress, in the process. Ignis didn't die, though. That that, that comes up later. Uh, so. And pretty much, they they die in Paris, they nuke Paris, and those experiments that kind of went to Paris are also dead. Like, I, no one survived the Paris nuking, minus Tenebris, Africa, Gelatis, and Horribilis, and Ignis to an extent. Damn, the Eiffel Tower be punching the air right now. Yes. Yeah, Paris, in 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 chronological or in like in the timeline, Paris doesn't stop being radioactive until the 2010s. That's Lamar. how bad it is because not only did it get nuked twice, a giant radioactive lizard literally kind of nuked the city again. That's so, gonna be like. That comes up later, actually. <laughs> there are some cool facts about, like, these... You see some letters just like Parking Godzilla? That comes up later. Uh, but that's what happened, so any opinions or uh, general questions, you can ask me. Just ask away, or you first give your opinion, then the questions, you know? Alright, so, I'm gonna give a bit of a constructive criticism to in terms of naming. Okay, so... I know, um, I don't know how to... Uh, well, just know how to speak. So I guess Pee Wee just give your opinion while he comes back. You know, uh, he said, I... "No, this is funny." He said, "I don't know how to speak," and then he just left. Okay, oh, uh, uh, pancakes, you're back. So give your opinion. Whatever you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, funny. my my yeah, my phone had a stroke for a second, but that that happens. That happens. Don't worry. It happens to the best of people and the worst. Uh, just go on. Yeah, so, um, I don't know how to speak it, um, but I kind of know how to read it, and, um, there's, let me just say that um, the Japanese people do not use the letter L, and do not use other letters, I I can't recall which ones right now, but I do know that they don't typically use the letters X or the letter L. That is actually explained that they're not speaking English, they're speaking Japanese, but we understand Japanese, so perceive it as English. Yeah, it's kind of like they're they're speaking Japanese, but 
to just because the reader kind of you know the reader understands Japanese because we're just like this third party that's just observing uh, we can just mm-hmm. pick all languages and we all process it as English or whatever language you're from yeah just saying that uh, the name Soruno Nasi in itself is grammatically correct except for the L after, um, in the end of Soiro a, a katakana pronunciation and that would be Soitaro no Enasi so they're speaking Japanese and they speak like Japanese people but it's English it's an English translation of what they're saying so they're not speaking English and I guess that goes as Matt and Selena too that's explained how why they got their names like that Like, that's why like for pretty much anything. Yeah, Maxwell, but Maxwell Max would be Maxwell. I don't know, some mess with two R's or some shit. And Serena would be just Serena. That's it. That's actually explained that their father got those names at this trip from US, from the US. Makes sense. But um, then again, um, except for the else, everything else is fine. So, yeah, just a little bit of grammatical thing there. Um, overall, the the, uh, wh- wh- the reason why I'm explaining this is if you if you viewers did not know, uh, I voiced the audiobook for both of these stories, and while pronouncing it, it came to mind. Okay, okay, that's cool. Uh, okay, I'm gonna give my opinions now. And story-wise, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's good. It's good. I never thought you'd be this good of a story writer. Uh, oh, this was me two years ago. If if this is good, then my storytelling now would be amazing. Okay, I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to that. Yes. So, I'm actually gonna give a little bit of uh, of a preview for Invasion. Uh, yeah, sure. End, so. sure. Sure, sure, uh, Okay. Not not like exactly what's going to happen, but more like a, a, of a of an explanation of what's going on from what I've written. Yeah. So okay. Uh, I like audiobooks. I like. I don't actually like uh, reading books. So having this form of uh, actual listening to the story, it's great. It makes me enjoy uh, the the story more. So story story uh, storyline in the whole story, amazing. Ten out of ten. Characters, they're cool. Uh, Matt. Uh, the characters the characters are cool uh they are cool mad scientists you know goes goes wrong and this experiments uh take over <laughs> like the actual story that's funny okay so I don't know, man. I really want to see. Does this? You said this is a trilogy, right? So this yes. goes on. Yes. The third one it focuses on Gelidus, uh, okay, the daughter, and it takes place 13 years after this one, after Armageddon. Okay. I'm looking forward to that. I'm and really... like I said, in, like I said in the presents, it takes a lot of things that just like okay. So the first two, they're pretty. They're very grounded to reality. Uh, the third one goes way crazy. Like it even like I'm gonna say this right now. It touches upon Hollow Earth. 
Okay, that's actually even, pretty interesting. Like Hollow Earth, demons, aliens, all that. Yeah, I just said, let's start the universe already. Come on. Yeah, that is. Uh, but I, I hope it'll, it'll be like I'm trying to make it as interwoven, and like it makes sense as to what's going on. Okay. Like I like, said, a, a, everything we're... is connected. Very, super, super interesting. Everything. So I, I have to give it a ten out of ten. I mean, do you have any questions about what really happened, or actually, you explained it very well? So I, I don't, I don't, I don't have any questions. I just want to see what goes on. All right, uh, I'm gonna guess Pancakes already gave his opinion. Hopefully, if he comes back in for the library, but I have some notes actually uh, from what generally happened. Or, well, more, they're mostly character things and retcons. Uh, but I guess we're gonna start with the sizes. I didn't explain the sizes enough. I, of course, I gave the size for that's like Ignis and uh, I guess Ferrots, I think. Serpentine, Tarantula, like these minor characters. But I didn't give the sizes for everybody. So I'm just gonna give the sizes just so everyone knows how big these creatures actually are compared to like humans. So Tenebris is 13 feet in height, uh, 26 feet in length, and has a wingspan of 46 feet. <laughs> okay. Uh, Reciproca is only 9 feet tall uh, and has a length of 22. I said only because the next one, Horribilis is pretty big. Horribilis has a height of 70 feet and a length of 140, and a wingspan of 206. To put that into perspective, the wingspan is more than the original Godzilla is tall. Yo. Uh, so, Ignis, I explained this thoroughly, Ignis is 18 feet and in height and 32 feet in length, but I didn't explain the wingspan, and the wingspan is, I'm pretty sure, the biggest out of all of them. Are we Ignis, recording? Yes. Uh, Ignis Bruh. has... Uh, has two sets of wings. He has four wings, okay. and the two of like the two of them are varying size. The upper wings are fifty feet, you know, splayed out like like flying, and the lower yeah, yeah. wings are, are forty feet. Okay. Uh, Ferros is relatively small, six feet in height and fourteen feet in length. Wyvern is nine feet in height, sixteen feet in length, and has a twenty-five foot wingspan. Fang is seven feet in height. Which it's a, it, also, Fang is a shark. I, I didn't explain that. Fang is a shark. <laughs> and it's almost as big as the Megalodon uh, in length because Fang is 45 feet in length. Ghoul is 11 feet in height, uh, 23 feet in length, and 44 feet. Uh, has a 40 foot, uh, has a 40 foot, 44 foot wingspan. Serpentine, I explained he's he's uh, 15 feet in length, but that's a, but you know head it's two feet. The head alone is two feet. Uh, tarantula, explained it's eight feet. Brawler, explained one foot the uh, height seven seven, inch, uh, seven, inch, seven feet length. Swarm, I didn't explain this one. Swarm is four feet tall, has a length of nine feet and a wingspan of 26 feet. Just for perspective, it's a beetle. Swarm is a beetle, that big. This isn't 
this isn't uh, as big as the, the bug experiments get. Needle. Inferno is 14 feet tall, 24 feet in length, and has a 56 foot wingspan. Slashes as a it's a it's a mantis. Slashes a mantis, and it's five feet tall and 11 feet uh, long. Snowball might explain it's a tiger or. I don't remember what it was. I think it's a tiger or a leopard. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was a tiger. But uh, Snowball is 7 feet in height and 15 feet in length. And Jared is a dead spinner. one is 2 feet tall. Length uh, 3 feet and length and 4 feet. However, she does get bigger for for invasion. Obviously, because she's, I think, 3 or 4 in this one. Pretty sure she's 3. And... Uh, and in the in the next one, she's gonna be sixteen. Although mm-hmm. her birthday was in nineteen eighty-nine, she this takes place before her birthday. Actually, that's an eight point. The story I did say this takes place in the spring of nineteen ninety-three, but never exactly when. The story takes place from April seventeenth to nineteenth of nineteen ninety-three. And I guess it's a little bit of trivia on the experiments. Uh, originally, they uh, Tenebris had Godzilla DNA in him, and Ripley's used Ghidorah DNA. These are you, you can see why Tenebris has this a lizard that shoots a laser. Ripley's has three heads, flies, and generally looks like Ghidorah, but that was changed uh, because copyright. Also, these characters are mostly based on Godzilla monsters. Terabrace is based on Godzilla, Horribles Ghidorah, but uh, Ignis is based on Rodan, Reciproca is based on Mothra, but Reciproca is not not a moth, and Ferox is based on Aegirus. The experiments actually date back to 2018, where uh, Tenebris, although not called Tenebris, appeared in a Pokemon roleplay in 2018 in the finale of it, and later played a major part in the next few, and that's where the whole experiments thing kind of made, it kind of went on. But Noanasi was actually created by then, so they were created by another company, and to explain Noanasi's existence, uh, you say, oh, this character, the, the company didn't actually make them. The, the ones that were there were bootlegs. This is the real company. It was, it was really weird. But now there's a straight story on it. So what happens? Even though it's not as straight as you think, in the original draft there were not 200 experiments. There were six, which were Tenebris, Zipruka, Horribilis, Ignis, Ferox, and Jadis. Jadis was zero uh, zero five. But was changed to 200 later on, and five was replaced by something else, and that's really it. Uh, there, like I said, there are uh, not references, but inspirations from Jurassic Park and Godzilla, as you can probably tell. Obviously, you no know, Nazi deals with genetics and making life in Gen in Jurassic Park universe makes the dinosaurs and makes. Which details with genetics. Uh, 
the both of my Jurassic World Evolution based storylines, which I've advertised on my Twitter, but never here. More, more, more things that come about that. And the Godzilla Literary Series, which is yet advertised on the Midnight Play Presents, happen in the Experiment Saga universe. However, I can't use any characters from them because they directly come from like Godzilla universe and the uh, and there's like Park universe. So they do happen, but they, but I can't use any of the characters. Of course, I can use dinosaurs. So I guess spoilers if you haven't watched Fallen Kingdom yet. There's a quote Fallen Kingdom. All the dinosaurs escape uh, from the island to the mainland. So any point after 2018, I can just make dinosaurs appear wherever the hell I want because movies happen. You know, it's that thing. Okay, the movies happen. Cares, whatever. I can't reference any of the events, of course, Chris because I'd be punching the air right now. I can't. I can't mention any of the events because of copyright. I can't use any characters because copyright. Unless I use like a made-up character I made for that specific storyline, then yeah, I can. But I can't ref. I can't like InGen can't show up, and Godzilla can't show up. Even though that was originally planned, but whatever. Actually, imagine, imagine a Jurassic World like Godzilla thing. Actually, in the second Jurassic Park movie, it was there was a Japanese guy. Uh, at, at the end of, of the movie, uh, T Rex goes on San Diego and kind of causes havoc. And there's a Japanese guy in there that says, "I esca- I, I I I left I left Japan to get away from this." So. <laughs> it's referenced. It's referenced, and it's possibly true that Godzilla exists in the Jurassic Park universe. So it's all it's all connected in here. But uh, obviously, uh, the experiments haven't made a crossover with any of these. They've only made a crossover with the Pokemon franchise, which is where they originated, and uh, that's where the Pokemon uh, the Pokemon Heroes Aftermath takes place. Not in this universe, but in another universe with the experiments and Pokemon assist. I hope we get to touch upon later because that one, that one, uh, that one we can talk about real good. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, for 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 the for the facts, there are some retcons. Uh, not all 200 experiments went out and attacked everybody. Only 193 actually submitted to Horribilis. Uh, not not all 200. Horribilis can't submit to himself, so or themselves. I use that terminology like, well, Horribilis is not non-binary. He, it's not like he's genderless. It's just he has three heads. He has three heads, and they're both, and they're all have different personalities, and they all act differently. So yeah, they're different beings. So that's why it's plural. So it's more of they're all all the heads are male, but since it's one, it's, it's it's three heads or three minds in one body. It's it's a collective. It's a they, not just a he. You can say it's a he because they're all male, but it's more appropriate to say they. Hmm. Anyways, uh, so um, I want to uh, um, so I'm gonna detail why I. Uh, so, for those of you who have read the audiobook, I've, I gave the different characters different voices, and, uh, uh, and, and I'm going to explain why. Um, first, for, um, I started off 
in saying that you know what these are just big monsters just give them a deep voice and boom you got it except of course that more and more characters started appearing so instead of 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 doing the generic deeper optimus prime but monster voice i gave them different voices based on this so yeah what happened this so for characters like horribilis or tenebris i just um they were like the first ones to show up so i just gave them um voices generic voices but then more characters started to show up like ferox fang reciproca and what was the other one um this oh yeah brawler for brawler i holy shit that's a lot of health loss um so for brawler i gave i gave brawler kind of like a you know those you know those um those street vendors that talk to you like they're in the italian mafia ah okay yeah that but um the, the thing here is that i gave him that voice like that voice of a mischievous person like to <laughs> to give him to, to to give him you know like personality like voices give characters personality if you didn't know yeah so okay so i don't remember i don't remember if it's fang or ferox but i gave one a british voice uh i don't remember Got it's, one, it's one starting with I think it was Ferox. Fang was kind of like a raspy one, like a, a, a raspy one. Like kind of like a, um, r- um, what the fuck is that? Um, Italian maybe? I don't know. This dude literally had a stroke. It sounds like it had a stroke. <sighs> And yeah, the other one, I think it was Ferox. I give it a British voice because why not? because why not why not well why not yeah. let's fucking go uh, i wasn't really doing direct cons uh i must explain i, I was going further into detail but uh actually only 193 because portable can't submit to his own call tenebris uh reciproca uh to an extent ignis so it's it's actually 192 So yeah, Ignis. Uh, um, I gave. No, um, I, I wasn't. I wasn't done. All right, but. Uh, so, when it sent Ignis didn't actually submit. He pretended to submit. That's the thing he does. He pretends. He's. I guess that he's a star screen. Or, whatever. But. Lamo. Uh, but you know, Tenebris. Whoever's gonna submit this phone call, Tenebris, Rizabuka, Ignis, uh, Ferox, Brawler, and Jellidus did not submit. Uh, so it leaves uh, Swift 193, who is the 190, uh, who is the the I guess the seventh. The seventh wasn't on Earth. Yeah, let's explain that real quick. There are two more stories on explaining this: a uh, hunter experiment and a space experiment. And it explains that there is an experiment in space on the moon that's been there since its creation. That is definitely that definitely makes sense, and I'm definitely following. So, he, he couldn't submit to the call because the the experiment wasn't even on Earth in the first place. Exactly, he's literally in space. 
Also, yes, he, he has CO CO thirty alien. Makes sense why he's called that. He's from outer space. He's built on outer space. He can breathe in outer space. Who cares? He doesn't need to eat, drink, do whatever. Uh, but yeah, he he's up in space doing whatever. Uh, I don't. We're not gonna cover those stories. They're pretty short. So I'm I'm just gonna say like it explains what happens to most to some of the experiments, but not all. We, we're gonna go into that. Like there are gonna be stories that explain where others are. Like Fang and Inferno didn't show up for Paris. That's mainly because I forgot about them. But that gives me the opportunity to make a, a story about what happened to them. Like Thor and Hulk in Civil War, and yeah, but yeah. they didn't really forget about Thor and Hulk. It's more like I just forgot these characters. It just didn't. I can make a story about them. Uh, but yeah, that's that's what happened. And uh, I made I said I said that to, to Pancakes, but Hydra is dead in Invasion, and it's not just stuck in rock. It is like Hydra is dead. Uh, but in this, but in the original draft, he was just gonna like Hydra was gonna be alive, and he was, he was just in better in rock for however long he's been in better in rock and would break out because that makes sense of course a giant monster would definitely be in Mount Olympus living off of nothing for thousands of years and at the end uh, there are not 20 living experiments uh, at least 90% of all experiments survive 1993 so there might be 15 dead I don't know but there are not 20 living. There are like over 100 living. That's that. So that's all I had to really explain. And that's all that leads into other stories and invasion particularly. So now I will give the preview of, of invasion. Hopefully I can do this in one take. If I don't, then don't kill me about it. <laughs> This introduce new characters and all this stuff, but this is mostly what's going to happen in the beginning, like the very beginning, what I've written right now. So, it starts with a quote from J. Robert Oppenheimer, and then we see Mats Noenazi in Patagonia. He is surrounded by new characters, which include Matsumus Dyer, a rich businessman from the U.S. that wears a suit of highly advanced armor, Infinite Knights, an alien from the planet Krasogaya, an ESP-154, a.k.a. Iris, as a stone facility owned by Soto Noenazi to retrieve a powerful substance known as Dark Dragoni. So that's a basic explanation as to what's going on in Invasion at this point. So that's really it. I have nothing more to add. If I ever get to record the audiobook for that, I will give the rich businessman a New York accent. Like, hey, I'm walking here! He's from Texas. Then I'll give him a Rechnik accent. Yeehaw! Damn, okay. 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 Fuck me. So, that was but, it? Um, so... Yeah, um... Let's continue commenting on the audiobooks for... So, for bro... Gave him that voice. And for others, such as... Reciproca and Tenebris when he's mad, I gave them a... Deep, terrifying voice. Like Batman in the Lego movies. Did you say Lego movie? <laughs> yeah, it's like Batman in the Lego movies. Yeah. <sighs> Alright, so yeah. this was it. If you want to check them out, uh, the stories are on Reddit or, you know, the audiobook. 
Reddit's gonna be where I mostly post these things. Dar slash da entertainment. And 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 if you want to check out the audiobook, check out our check out our other profile media buffet archive. Yes. That's gonna be it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed, and that's it for Mercury's uh, stories. For uh, for now. Yeah, for now, exactly. I hope you can cover time. some of the other older ones, and I can explain more thoroughly. They're gonna be definitely longer, but whatever. Yeah. But yeah, that's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you.